This is the Prestigious Initiative. Welcome. I'm Chris Bean, and here with me is Chris Kent. Hello, Mr. Kent. Hello, sir. Today we're going to be starting a discussion about our ideas, our mindsets, about how to properly present yourself to each other, to uh, out in public, and how to interact with people, and even down to the type of clothes to wear. Because, you know, really, the clothes we wear say so much about people. If you think about the first time you meet somebody, you know nothing about them, you are immediately, even though you're told not to, you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but immediately you see that person from across the room, across the restaurant or whatever, you have all kinds of ideas going through your head just simply by how they look. Whether that's, you know, if they're, if they're, how their hair looks or how their, what their clothes look like, all of that stuff plays a part to who that person is or who you are. And so really taking a moment or several moments to stop and kind of digest is that image that you're sending out of yourself the one that you want to be sending out? And I think starting this discussion about how, again, this again, this might be not the quote-unquote right way, but this is our ideas or mindsets about this information. And again, today we're going to be discussing just simply dress attire and, and how, to, how to wear your clothes and what type of clothes to wear. Um, even, you know, I'll, I'll share my, my dress code that I adhere to a personal dress code. Uh, you have a personal dress code as well. Um, so let's, we'll talk about those things today. Yeah. And you, you already touched on it a little bit, but I don't want anyone to walk away from this conversation also thinking that it is okay, or it is right to look down on other people based on what they they're wearing or how they dress. Like you said before, it typically tends to be our first instinct is to judge someone based on what they're dressed and what they're wearing or how they're dressed and what they're wearing. But by no means is that how you should uh, continue to view people. Of course, you know, that first instinct, you see someone immediately think something, you can't help it. It's it's that, it's an instinct. You look at them and think a certain thing off the bat because of how they're dressed or how they look. But don't let that be your takeaway either. You know, some people could be, you know, there's so much that you don't know. And basing that solely off of the way someone dressed, I don't think is fair. Or um, speaking about the way that we carry ourselves, I don't think you should treat anyone differently based on the way they dressed either. That being said, you know, you need to decide for yourself kind of the way we, we talked about previously with like your goals and your personal values. If the way that you present yourself to other people and the way you appear to other people is important to you, then you need to make it a priority to make sure that you are presenting yourself well and uh, behaving a certain way that we'll, you know, we'll get into during this discussion. But um, yeah, I don't, I mean, maybe it goes without saying, but by no means are we saying to judge a book by its cover. It may be our natural instinct, but don't let it end there. And also, we're not saying that you have to have your own dress code. We're not saying that you have to hold yourself to a certain standard, but if that's important to you, and that's something that you want people to see or feel when they are around you or when they meet you for the first time, then make it a priority and, and develop a dress code or find out something that works for you and, and stick to that code and, and live by that code. Uh, again, kind of something that ties into your values and what's important. You know, if you don't care what someone, you know, what other people 
think you look like or you don't care what, what, what clothes you wear or whatever, fine. If that's not important to you, sure, whatever. But I do think that uh, the clothes that you wear and the way that you present yourself um, is a multifaceted aspect of trying to improve yourself and trying to be better and just trying to, you know, live to your fullest potential. Um, and we can, we'll get into that during the conversation and the different ways I think your your dress um, affects your personality and affects the way you treat other people and just affects your persona of who you are. But I just wanted to make that little caveat again. Maybe it wasn't necessary, but we're not no. saying to do. Yeah, do you know, I, and I think that to nail that down one more time is I think that we are, and maybe it's a society based thing, but I think we are almost predisposed or, or engineered or, or supposed to, quote unquote, or, or, or designed to see people and immediately judge them. And so knowing that that is something that happens, you have to make a conscious effort to turn that off and make a conscious, it doesn't happen by accident. You're not going to say, oh, I'm not supposed to judge a book by its cover, so I'm not going to do that anymore. No, it's a conscious thing. You have to continually do Every time you, you're out or see somebody, you have to not make those snap judgments based on, you know, anything about them until you actually meet them and talk to them and get to know them. It's a whole different thing, you know, and unfortunately, we are predisposed to, to you know, be inclined to, to think or believe just by how somebody looks. And so make a conscious effort to turn that off or, or think the opposite however you want to go about it, but understand that it's not going to, it's not a one and done. It's a continual thing. Every time you have to make the effort to turn that function of your brain off so that you're not doing that. Yeah. And that itself is one aspect of how you carry yourself and you're out on the, on the street and you're encountering people and making those snap judgments and then, you know, stopping yourself and, and trying to think a different way. That's part of how you carry yourself too. So like I said, it all kind of ties into it. But again, we're just trying to discuss or dive into the kind of, you know, way that we present ourselves, which bleeds over into how we treat other people and, and you know, things that are important to us as 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 people, as humans. And really the the clothes that you wear have a internal feeling that kind of is it goes alongside them like if you dress up if you dress like fancy quote you know sort of say you are going to behave a certain kind of way and if you dress down you're going to behave a certain kind of other way it's still you you are you and despite how you dress really it shouldn't matter but really it does it really does and so understand that depending on the way you dress will have a, a a feel that will carry over to how you behave throughout the day and perhaps if you're having a off day a down day dress up instead of dressing down because otherwise you'll dress down and you will continue to feel down our boss does this a lot and we know that it's a, like an inner see it's not necessarily a secret i guess but um, he tells us he does this. So uh, oftentimes, if we see him dressed up, we might ask, you know, the next day or so, you know, I, I you know, I saw that you dressed up. Is everything okay? Kind of thing, just because we know that. And so, 
I, I, under, I fully understand why he does that, guy. It makes full sense to me. You know, if you feel down and then you dress down, you're in a downward spiral. And so if you feel down, dress up. And that might be enough to at least put a happy face on or, or put the happy feelings in for you throughout the day. Because again, the way you dress has so much carryover to what and, and how you behave throughout the day. Yeah, definitely. That was one of the first times I was exposed to the idea that your fashion and what you're wearing can affect your mood. Or I don't want to say affect your personality, but like you said, you do tend to act differently. You know, if you're having a bad day or even if it's a normal day and you decide to dress to a higher level of fashion, you'll probably find that, you know, you walk with your shoulders back a little bit more. You hold your head up a little bit higher. You you tend to go out of your way to be more polite to people, all based on the way you dress. And, you know, you're not this, you're not a different person. You're the same person, but you have a different attitude, again, based on the way that you look and the clothes that you wear. So like, that's one of the facets of the of fashion, I think, and, and clothing is it really does affect your personality and the way you start to treat other people. And to your point of that whole story there, you know, it affects your mood and it nine times out of 10 will make you feel or elevate your mood to a higher level. And if anything, it just makes you behave better. Like I said, you're, you're walking down the street and you get your head up higher. You're, you're, you're smiling and, and nodding and waving at people, maybe not waving and walking down the street, waving the whole time. But anyways, you're, you know, you're interacting with people differently and you're, you're treating them differently because you yourself are, you're looking at yourself differently too, because you're dressed up. You know, maybe you're having a low confidence day. You put down a button down shirt and you throw on a tie and some nice, nice slacks, nice trousers, put on some good shoes, and then boom, instantly you're more confident. Or, you know, you have a higher self-esteem, or you just you view yourself differently simply by the clothes that you wear. So that was one of, like you, like I said, that was one of the first times I'd heard someone even reference the idea that what you wear can affect your mood was our boss. He's having a bad day. He dresses up or he knows that he's going to have a tough day ahead. He dresses up to kind of help with his, his mental outlook on the day and, and, and kind of make that bad mood trend upward toward, toward a better mood. So that's one of the facets that I think that having a dress code and holding yourself to a standard can improve your mood. And I've also heard it said that, you know, um, at least if you're trying to hold yourself to a higher standard and, and when I heard it talked about it was, it was directly in reference to chivalry, which I don't think we need to exclusively talk about your, your attire specifically with men. But in the context I heard about it, it was talking about chivalry. And one of the, the aspects of chivalry is trying to be the best person that you can be or trying to be a better man. The person I was talking about, it said that he, by dressing up, is trying to maintain his own chivalry. You know, the best he can be, the best he can look, is part of making himself better and being more chivalrous. So one reason he dresses up is because he holds himself to a higher standard. But even in that, he's walking down the street dressed up in a nice suit. He's not looking down on the people around him. He also said that there's there's no, what did he say? There's no merit or there's no grace in being better than somebody else. So it's not like I'm putting on a nice suit, walking down the street and looking down at everyone else who's wearing sweatpants. No, that doesn't, that's the exact opposite of what you should be doing that for. You're not doing it to, to feel better than other people. You're doing it for yourself to make yourself look better. And then because you feel better about yourself, then you can treat other people better instead of, hey, well, my suit looks nicer than yours. So 
you're just worse than me. I'm better than you because I dress better. No, that's not the idea behind it. You're not comparing yourself to other people. Um, You are just making yourself, elevating yourself to a higher level so that you can treat other people um, to a higher level or even better. And I think that's another facet of it too, is that I think one of the, maybe not the right way to say it, but a driving force behind this podcast is that we're always trying to find ways to take initiative to make ourselves and make the people around us better. Hold, having a dress code or dressing nicely, quote unquote, um, as a way that we can work on making ourselves better, not only for the way that we feel, but also the things that it does for us and the way that it helps us to interact with other people and how we present ourselves there as well. Yeah, you know, for me, my dress code, the dress code that I self-adhere to with one sometimes exception is I always wear a V-neck t-shirt, a plain V-neck t-shirt, various different colors, always tucked in and pants. Sometimes I wear uh, jeans, sometimes I wear... I hope you wear pants. Yeah, sometimes, uh, sometimes in, in the summer I wear shorts, but uh, either jeans or, or khakis. Um, but that's my, that's my dress code. Self, self, that's just what I do. At work, we have, we have a uniform that we wear at work, so it's a little bit different. But, but you, know, any, you know, any day of the week, that's what I'm wearing before I put my work uniform on if I have work that day. Unless if it's Friday. Friday is the one day that I allow myself to wear a printed t-shirt. And if I wear a printed t-shirt, for whatever reason, I don't tuck it in. I feel silly if I tuck in a printed t-shirt. That's just me. But I don't always take myself up on that op- opportunity. I have printed t-shirts from time to time. I do wear them if it's Friday, but it doesn't always happen. Sometimes I just stay with my plain V-neck t-shirt. And for whatever reason, uh, I don't know, the past handful of years, that has been my my dress code, the thing that I've done every day. And nobody told me I had to dress this way. I just did. When I do wear a printed t-shirt, even though it's a printed t-shirt, I still feel odd because it's not tucked in. It just is a is a weird feeling, and and you know I see I see companies like Untucked where they have T shirts that are meant to not be tucked in. I'm thinking, yep, that's not that's that's not a T shirt that I'd want. That's not shirts that I'd want. I I feels comfortable when I have my shirt tucked in. If I don't have my shirt tucked in, if I, for lack of a better term, I don't feel put together for the day. And and for me, as I as I leave my house, I want to try to put my best foot forward at all times. And so part of that is how I dress. And I know that as I see people, my brain is already making those judgment judgments, so I have to turn that off. But I know most other people, 98% of other people, don't know to turn that off or aren't willing to turn it off. So they're judging me by how I look. And so for me, the very little bit, I guess, that I care about that. I want to, you know, if on on the chance I see somebody that I I know from work, whatever, I meet for the first time, I want to have a good first expression, uh, not first, uh, for good first um, impression. impression of myself and not, you know, uh, Jordan Peterson talks about how to dress. And for him, he dresses in a suit and tie uh, pretty well, it seems like every day. And, and uh, I think the phrase he uses, don't dress like a little kid, I, for, for whatever reason, that that's like, yeah, okay, I don't want to dress like a little kid. It makes sense to you. Yeah, yeah right. It, it just, that works for me. And part of my way of doing that is to, you know, 
I mean, yes, I'm wearing jeans. Okay. You know, I, I don't, I didn't go out and buy a whole new wardrobe. I just, I tuck my shirt in, you know, and that, that was my, that's <laughs> really, if, if, the, if the, I don't know, whatever, that's just, that's part of who I am. Now I tuck my shirt in and then I, you know, I, I now I, I, I wear V-neck t-shirts or, or on, on, on the occasional time I wear a polo, you know, a couple times a week or something. Um, I don't know. That's who I am. Do you remember when we did traditional Tuesdays? Traditional Tuesday, yeah, yeah. Traditional Tuesday uh, is for whatever reason we just we just I don't know why we started it. Um, we would just. I, I was in college. Uh-huh. I don't remember why I started either. I don't remember. I think we just wanted to dress up, and so we decided to do it on Tuesdays. And every week on Tuesday, we dress up, and by dress up, I mean. We put on pants or trousers that weren't jeans, like slacks or, or dress pants, and we'd wear a collared shirt, and that was the bare minimum. Sometimes we'd wear a vest and a tie, or we'd wear a suit jacket. The bare minimum was a collared shirt and dress pants. That was our traditional Tuesday. We're dressing, quote unquote, traditionally, and we just kind of varied up. We did that for a while, a just on, while. on Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't remember where it started either. It just kind of started. I have no idea. Yeah, I remember walking into my college class one Tuesday wearing a full suit, and I just, I could feel people looking at me, you know, but it wasn't like a bad, I wasn't like, man, these people are looking at me, and they're thinking, I was thinking like, yeah, go ahead, look at me, I know I look good, and maybe that's a bad thing to think, but in my college class, I it made me feel great, it made me feel good to be dressed that way, but sorry to interrupt you, I no, just think yeah. about traditional Tuesdays. Yeah. 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 As, as we were, as I was getting like ideas, uh, in my head for this episode, I'm thinking we, at some point we gotta, we gotta talk about traditional Tuesday. That's just, yeah. It was you and I, and then we did have one friend that did it every, every once in a while. Sure. Every once in a while. You and I did it for a while. Yeah. yeah traditional Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Again, I have no idea why we did that. Just, yeah. So, and I guess maybe I don't have to think too hard about it, but do you, is there any exceptions really to that dress code? Is there any time that you wouldn't Wear that type of clothing. If I was going to go to the gym or go to work out, uh, per se, I, you know, I'm not going to dress like that. I'm wear sure. know, quote unquote workout type clothes. Clothes appropriate for what you're doing. Yeah, and, and I think clothes appropriate for what you're doing. That phrase pretty well is how I view my days. Yeah. If I'm outside, I want to wear clothes that is up that are appropriate for outside. I don't want to be at the store in my pajamas. Sure. Yeah. You're not going to go to the beach in a three-piece suit. I'm not going to go to the beach in a three-piece suit. I, <laughs> and I have to imagine, you know, Jordan Peterson doesn't go to the beach in a three-piece suit. And and for us, we have a very unique job where we, I mean, I guess other people have uniforms that they wear. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. I, yes, we do change into our uniforms, but I don't think it's different than any other like type job because there are, you know, certain jobs have dress codes, but if your job didn't have a dress code, you'd probably wear your V-neck with your shirt tucked in into your, in, you know, your pants and you'd operate as normal. And people would be like, oh man, you, you look so good. You're ready for the, you're, you're, you're ready for work. Sure, right. Yeah. This is how I dress every day, bud. Right. Yeah. But I mean the, the uniform, like you said, your dress code is self-imposed, but that uniform is also not self-imposed, but it's imposed upon you when you're at work. So like, it's not like you have control over that uniform. No one's going to look at you and say, oh, why is he wearing that? It's it's your work uniform. Like you can't, you can't wear that for work. You know, you walk into, oh, I don't know. I can't even think of, oh. Starbucks. I, star, well, Starbucks has a pretty loose dress code. I mean, 
to Target. one uniform thing is. Target's also a very loose yeah. dress code. Have, I think it's like a red shirt and khakis is, is what their dress code is. But I, just, I don't know. I'm trying to think of somewhere that has a dress code. I can't even think of a dress coded environment. But like either way. Sure, hospital. Yeah, there you go. You walk into a hospital and see those people wearing scrubs. You don't immediately think, oh, why are they dressed like that? They're so sloppy. They're so lazy. No, do they have to wear scrubs for their job? Like, that's their dress code for their work. So, I, I you know, I don't think that necessarily reflects on your self-imposed dress code or the way you want to appear to people. So, yes, we do change into a, a work uniform, but we wear that at work and then we leave work. When we leave work, we're not still wearing our work uniform. We take, you know, that's off and we're wearing something else. Although most of our students think we just wear that work uniform all the time. Yes. Anyone who sees us in public has a few 30 seconds of like, who, who are you? And then you say, oh, you didn't recognize me without my uniform, did you? And they say, oh, that's who you are. Yeah. Or my favorite is you walk into the store and they say, oh, you're not wearing your clothes. <laughs> like, Hold on. I am wearing clothes right now. I'm just not wearing the clothes that you're used to seeing me in. Let's be very clear. I'm clothed in the grocery store. I'm wearing clothes. You just actual, don't normally see me in the actual clothes, not pajamas. Actual clothes, not our our work uniform. Yeah. And you know, part of having a dress code isn't. We're, I'm not a proponent of saying you have to throw away all of your clothes and go buy new clothes because the clothes you have currently are old and disguised. No, just like you know, present yourself nicely. Make sure they're clean. Make sure they're not wrinkly, um, you know. Yeah, if you want to wear a pattern T-shirt every day, cool. Don't tuck it in, tuck it in, do whatever you want. But to your point, yeah, don't leave it balled up in the corner of your room after you washed it and then pick it up, have to smell it to make sure it smells okay and say, oh, yeah, I'll wear this today. Throw it on all wrinkled, go to the store. I mean, we could talk about grooming as part of this too, but don't go to the store with bad head or you know, you got a, a booger hanging out of your nose or your facial hair is absolutely unkempt or your makeup is smudged. And, you know, there's so many more levels to it when we're talking about grooming. But, you know, presenting yourself well, even if it's just a printed T-shirt or you're wearing, you know, shorts. I don't think I've told you this yet, but I don't think I will ever again, excluding maybe going to the pool or if I'm at the beach, like I mentioned earlier, I don't think I ever again plan to wear flip-flops or sandals. I just, I'm, I'm not going to wear those anymore. I don't, the idea of having my bare foot exposed out in public to me doesn't, doesn't sound like something I want to do anymore. So that's aside from that, but you know, it doesn't, we're not saying you have to wear a three-piece suit every day, but whatever you decide to wear, whatever style, whatever fashion you decide to go with, do it the best you can. You know, have a, a, a clean looking shirt, hang your shirt up, fold your pants, fold, hang your pants up. I don't, whatever. M- try to look your best. Find your iron, plug it in and iron your clothes. I, f- I feel like you're calling me out. I don't own an iron. Well, most people own one. It's just, you know, stuck in the closet collecting, you know, has eight years of dust stuck on it. They use it to, you know, iron their clothes so they can go to that wedding you know, or they bought it because they thought they were supposed to own an iron, but never learned how to use it. So now it just sits in the closet. Somebody, somebody gave it to them on their wedding day as their as their wedding present. Here, here's an iron. Here's everybody, iron. everybody yeah. has to have an iron. Yeah, you know, what am I supposed to do with this thing? Use it. Yeah. Iron your clothes. Fun fact: I've gone years without an iron. Maybe that's saying too much. You never iron your uniform. My mom does it for me. Uh, <laughs> thanks, mom. <laughs> thanks, mom. Yeah. 
My mom irons my uniform, yeah. I have ironed my work uniform a handful of times myself, but typically my, my mom will do it for me. Shout out to mom. I, I own an iron, and uh, from time to time, if I have to wear, if I wear a button-up shirt, I said have to, but if I wear a button-up shirt, I will iron that. And frequently, if I'm wearing a button-up shirt, I'm not wearing jeans or khakis. I wear like dress slacks, and I'll iron those. Um, probably because, before each wear. Yeah, probably because I don't wear them enough that they're like in the rotation enough. But also, I just I feel like that's just part of what I do when I wear that type of attire. Sure. I don't, I don't want to say ritual, but part of the ritual of getting sure. dressed in that attire is ironing it before you put it on. Yes. Yeah. And, and maybe, I don't know, it's just for me, it seems like, you know, that type of, those type of clothes tend to show the wrinkles more than otherwise. Or because I'm dressed up, quote unquote, I have a heightened sense. I'm on the lookout for those things. And so when, when I see the wrinkles, I'm like, oh man, this is wrinkle. I got to fix this. And so I just preemptively take care of that. Yeah. And you know what? I take it back. It can be ritualistic. And I think that's another aspect too, is even the ritual of getting dressed and getting ready can be something that puts you in a good headspace. You know, we have many different rituals as humans and we all have different ones, but there's something to be said about the ritual of getting ready and getting dressed. I mean, we talked about routines previously. You know, when I take a shower and when I get ready for the day, I pretty much have a set routine, a set ritual of how I get ready, the order I get ready in, what I do when I'm getting ready. And I try to do that, you know, every single time. And there is something to be said about that ritual, you know. And so that can be applied to getting ready, getting dressed for the day. You know, you lay out your clothes, you look at them either the night before or day of, you know, you put the shirt on, put the pants on, get the shoes. If you wear cologne or deodorant, you know, it, the can be ritualistic, which I think also plays into that mentality behind it of, you know, I, I did these steps. I got ready. You know, it could be a clear mind clearing exercise. It could be almost a meditative type of exercise. And that's another aspect to looking your best is the ritual of getting yourself ready both grooming, like I mentioned earlier, and then your attire, your dress as well. So I think that's an important part of it too. So I want to ask you about your dress attire, your your self-adhered dress code. But then on top of that, there's another question I want to ask after you're done. So let's bonus hear your question. A bonus, bonus question. question. Yeah. I, you know, we talked about this with our rituals, but sometimes they're sub- subject to change and they're always changing. And there's a dress code I stood by before that I don't stand by anymore. There's dress code that you know, I'm working my way toward and I'm, I'm doing now. So all this to say, the, the dress code I hold myself to now wasn't what I did two months ago or doesn't isn't what I want to be at in two months or whatever. I, I fully plan to change and, and, and level up, for lack of a better word, the dress code as it goes. But like you said earlier, you don't have to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe just to try to present yourself better. So I'm kind of, I feel like I would say I'm in more of a transitionary transitory transitioning phase toward a different type of dress attire. But as it is now, my dress attire, I never want to leave the house with out a shirt that has a collar on it. I want to always be in a collared shirt. Um, and I want to be in pants or trousers that are not sweatpants. 
So I never want to leave the house with sweatpants or a shirt that doesn't have a collar on it. Now, exceptions for that, you know, going to the gym or my morning job at Starbucks. I'm currently not going to wear a collared shirt to Starbucks every day. I'll wear I'll wear a shirt that has a Starbucks logo on it against that uniform thing of, hey, here's my work uniform. I'm going to work, to work. The functionality of that work uniform trumps the dress code in my opinion. But I'm trying not to leave the house without a collared shirt or I won't leave in pants that are sweatpants. And, you know, I just want to have a, a nice nice looking shirt, whether a polo or a button down with a collar, a nice jacket as it's cold right now, a decent looking pants, whether it's jeans or slacks, dress slacks, you know, and I'll sometimes throw on a suit coat or a sweater over the shirt or whatever it is. But right now the, the coat I have for myself is, is a collared shirt and anything better than sweatpants. And like I said, eventually I wanted to evolve more and, and become different and, and kind of go to a higher level, but I don't have the wardrobe for it right now. So I'm not going to go break the bank to buy a bunch of nice clothes. It'll come eventually and I'll build that wardrobe over time. But that's kind of what I'm rolling with now. And then on top of that, for many years now, as weird as it is, and I, I know it's weird, and maybe not weird, but it's very specific. I only wear black. All of my clothing is black. My shoes are black, socks are black, pants are black, underwear is black, not that anyone ever sees it, uh, t-shirts black, jackets, everything's black. And so that's even, for me, it's kind of fun as I'm going about trying to work on my wardrobe and my fashion because I have that confinement. I have that, I don't want to say filter, but that's the box I'm in where, okay, everything's black. You know, there's a whole world of color and different things you can do with color in your fashion and your, in your attire, but I don't have that because I choose to only wear black. Is, I, I always get this backwards, is black the presence of all color or absence of all color? I believe that black is the presence of all color. Oh, so you're I wearing... I don't all, know either, but... You're wearing all the... It's it's white white and black uh, is either the presence of all color or the absence of all color. I think white... I think black is the presence, white is the absence. I think so, yes. Uh, so you're wearing all the colors all the time? Sure. By that... If you want to look at it that way, yeah. But I can't style a a black t-shirt with a black button down and have the different, the color contrast or the color coordination because of that. However, that doesn't mean you can't style an all black outfit. I, I do it every day. Um, not to say I look the best either, but you, I you feel better add, about it. You got to start adding one little pop of color. Like, like a, like a, a like pockets, a, a darker black a or a, a lighter black. No, no, no. Like a, like a yellow pocket square. I have a pocket square. Uh, a yellow one? No, it's black. Of course, <laughs> but I, but just one. So you're like your your quote unquote main attire is black, and you have one item of color that whatever the color is that you wear just to, just to add in just that spice. I think that would really, you know, set your quote unquote brand uh, of all black, just like to the next level. But all it black. It wouldn't be all black. Yeah, but. People would understand. I think that would make the black shine more. Have a, a little contrast in it. Yes. I, I don't disagree with you. I understand contrast and colors are important in fashion. However, I think my world would collapse if I wasn't wearing all black. I w- it would, that's the only thing I would think about all day long is my white pocket or my yellow pocket square or whatever. Now, I guess maybe on some levels this makes me a liar but I do own a Christmas tie that has green mistletoe on a red background. And I wear that one day a year 
on Christmas Eve. So I guess I'm, I'm a liar by saying I wear all black because I have a Christmas tie. You got to have like your glasses. And so maybe your glasses are like a, a bold. Oh, I got, I guess I have some secondary colors. I love silver. Uh, all of my accessories are silver. I have silver in the lens, uh, does, at the lens, the frame of my glasses. My my black watch band has silver in it. That does not count. My belt has a silver buckle on it. That does not count. Listen, this is about my, what's important to me and my values. And I, I value I having an all black attire. I understand. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. I'm not saying never, but I was just saying right now, that's part of my dress code is, is all black. Also... Uh, I know very little about fashion, clearly, because I wear a, a plain V-neck. No, I, don't, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think that means you don't know anything about fashion, because fashion itself, it sounds, I mean, it's silly to say, but it's its its personal. You know, you find your personal fashion, your personal fashion is a V-neck and pants, like, that works for you. You know, I, you know, there are different styles of fashion you could learn about and try to dress that specific way, but... Fashion is not a black or white thing. It's like either you are fashionable or you're not. You can make it fashionable in many different ways. It depends on what fashion you're going for. You know, if you're going for a a a classic menswear fashion, a V-neck and jeans wouldn't cut it. But you're not going for a classic menswear fashion. You're going for a you fashion. Um, so yes, there are rules to fashion, but also fashion is whatever you want, which is kind of nice about it. And like I said, I'm in the middle of transitioning. I'm not pretending to know everything there's about fashion or even the specific fashion, but that's something I want to try to learn more about different types of fashion, different ways to style outfits, because I want that a little bit of a higher level of, you know, not just, oh, look, he's wearing a polo today. Oh, he's wearing a polo and it has a, you know, a French tuck. It looks kind of good. Or he's got that dress shirt on with the French cuffs and they got the cuff links or, you know, the suit with the, the button undone just a little bit to show, you know, I just, I want to learn some different tips and tricks to try to, again, m- move myself in my eyes up on that kind of fashion or style scale because I, I enjoy the way it makes me feel and I enjoy dressing like that and I, I enjoy the attitude it puts me in and which then affects the way that I present myself and interact with other people. Okay, so now to the question. Second question. Yep. Have you question. heard of Have you heard of decision fatigue? Decision fatigue is that where there's so many decisions to make and it's more overwhelming or tiring to have to decide between many things rather than one or two things. Exactly. I, I, maybe a bad way to put it, but nope. Yep. Exactly. So when you have too many options, it's tiring or stressful because there's so many options. Well, not just too many options, but throughout the day, you make so many decisions so that by the end of the day by midday you're just you're you're just done with making decisions and so you are fatigued by saying yes i believe this or no i believe that or just whatever the decision is so you've heard of this before yes sir so i've i don't i don't do this but also it doesn't much matter for me because there's not much variation but i've heard that people set out their clothes the night before in order to reduce the decision fatigued for tomorrow. Do you set out your clothes the night before to set yourself up for tomorrow? I do not. Hmm. I used to. Okay. I used to, and we talked about our routines and our habits. You know, when I was uh, planning for the next day, 
I would set my clothes in the bathroom because when I woke up in the morning, first thing I did was go in there and shower. And after my shower, I'd get dressed. So my clothes were there and ready. I used to do that. Now I don't. Okay. I I also do not. But for me, I, I wear, I mean, pretty well. I can close my eyes and pick a shirt and put it on and it, it, it would be, it would be fine. I don't have. Right. But I would argue that your decision fatigue is lessened because you do have just a dress code code in general. You don't have to think about how am I going to wear this? You can think, okay, it's going to be a V-neck. It's going to be pants. It's going to be tucked in and we're good to go. And I would say 90% or more of my closet is full of clothes that I can just, okay, yep, that's it for today. So you don't set your clothes out at night, but you also know exactly what your outfit's going to look like. Not exactly, but you know what it's going to look like. Pick the shirt, pick the pants, boom, done. And and really that idea of decision fatigue has always struck me as interesting because so for me, decision fatigue would mean that throughout the day you become more fatigued at making decisions because you have to make more decisions continually continually throughout the day. And so the idea of fixing that or helping that by setting your clothes out at the end of the day just means that one, you're already fatigued at making decisions. Why make that at the end of the day, number one? Number two, it's still a decision you have to make during the day. It's not like, oh, I don't have to wear clothes tomorrow, so I don't have to worry about that. No, you you still have to wear clothes, so that is a decision you have to make, and it's during the day, whether it happens at the beginning of the day or the end of the day, perhaps at the beginning of the day might be better. So set the clothes out for tomorrow. At the begin from the beginning of the day. So I choose tomorrow's clothes this morning mm. at the beginning of the day. And then tomorrow I'll, I'll choose the next day's clothes at the beginning of the day. But you're still choosing clothes to wear. But you're not worried about the fatigue then. But but it's still a decision I have to make. So you might as well just choose the clothes you're wearing that day, that morning. Yes. What, why did you bring this up? Where's well, this question well, going? Uh, well, I, again, I, I just I wondered if you had if you've interspe- if you've uh, interacted with this or experienced this before. Um, I think the way around that is to have like my closet is full of clothes that I can wear in pretty well any given day. And I have a few select printed t-shirts that I wear on Fridays if I so wish to, to do so. Sure. So the way that I combat decision fatigue, although I don't, I don't know that I necessarily agree with or, 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 or follow that mentality that there is a, a man, I'm so tired of making decisions. Nope. This is. I have to make this, this. I have to make this decision. Yeah, and I guess I think more of what I was talking about is a similar concept, but different. Where I, I don't know exactly how the phrase goes. I know there's an exact way to phrase it, but like the anxiety around the decisions because there are so many decisions. It's it's hard to choose between a hundred options. Whereas if there was three, it'd be easier to choose because there's there's three. You know, I don't. Again, I don't know the exact phrase that's escaping my mind right now, but. Like the same similar type of thing is I'm thinking at the end of the day, trying to choose what to to wear. If you have unlimited options, it's so much harder to choose than if there was like five options. So I guess that's more where my mind went. But the idea of decision fatigue in the paradox, I guess, of choosing at night or choosing in the morning or choosing morning of or choosing day before. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a, a good answer for that. And I think the way both of us combat that is – all of your clothes you could wear with any other part of your clothes. It's not like, man, I can only wear this top with these bottoms. Or I can only wear this dress with these shoes. 
Well, right? that's sure. That's not a question that I would have per se, but you understand. I and mean, I wouldn't wear a, a printed t-shirt with dress pants. Okay, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But that's not really a decision you have to make. Well, I just don't do it. Yep. I right. know, I know to print t-shirts and dress pants don't go together. Yep. I can't do that. Right. Yeah. But, you know, kind of bring it all back to the point. These things are done and these decisions are made and the dress codes are imposed and we think about these things because to us it's important the way we present ourselves to others, whether it's someone we work with, someone we know, someone we pass on the street, someone we, you know, see at the checkout line in the grocery store. We want to send off the message of, you know, us caring about the way we look and we do it because we want to look good and because the feeling we get from looking good and the way we dress helps us to interact with people in a different way because of that confidence boost or that, you know, that courage or whatever it may be, that ritual that we did of getting dressed and, and getting ready and put us in a better mood and whatever it is, we do that to make ourselves better so that when we're interacting with people, even just passing by or having a conversation, it puts us in the best possible position to present ourselves well. Uh, and that's why to us, you and I, it's important that we live by a dress code or we have a dress code and we stick to it and we hold ourselves to that higher standard. Would would, would you agree? I would agree. Yeah. You know, I think that's a, a good end for today. And I hope to continue this talk about how to present ourselves outside. And again, not that this is the tried and true way or the only way. This is just our ideas, our sort of almost ramblings about how we believe or what we believe about how to present ourselves throughout the day. Yes, sir. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, take initiative.